0: All right. Hey, Podcast America. Welcome to episode 22 of the Enlightened Neanderthals. And before we get into show notes, let's talk about Allegiance Holsters, which you can find at AllegianceHolsters.com. All of my inside-the-waistband concealed carry holsters come from them, as well as my individual first-aid kits. So you've probably heard me say it a dozen times at this point, even if you're not a everyday carry person. With a firearm, you should be an everyday carry person with a first aid kit. And if you don't know what to pack, you can get a prepackaged, vacuum-sealed, individual first aid kit from Allegiance Holsters. Again, allegianceholsters.com and use code TNW10 at checkout for a 10% discount. Next, we've got my own company, Training Northwest. And what I want to promote with that is we are a dealer of Vortex Optics. And we have a program that we call the uh, Optic Zero program, where if you buy your optic from us and you're a local here in Snohomish County, you get a free 30-minute range session to come out and zero your new glass, because nothing sucks more than buying a new optic and not being able to bolt it onto your rifle or pistol because you don't have a chance to get out and get it zeroed to your gun. So... If you get on our website and you don't see what you're looking for from Vortex in stock, just shoot me an email. My email address is on the website. It's uh, at protonmail.com. Tell me what you want, and I can have it in the mail the next day, and we'll get it to you, get you out on the range, get you zeroed, and run a few drills so that you're comfortable with it. And then third, we have our friend Tyler Stanaway's Forest School, which is a program for children where they get out on – Tyler and Vanessa's farm, and they learn to care for animals, use tools, kind of—I uh, don't you call it like heritage skill set. Mm-hmm. And you can, yep. yeah, you can find schedule signups and cost at CompassionateViking.com. looks—I've seen a couple of videos now, and it looks like an awesome program. And so, episode twenty-two. This is another roundtable conversation. And I'm so lost now because I do all the editing, <laughs> and so these all run together for me. Do you guys have any idea what we talked about last week? What which subjects we covered? This is another ADHD, ADHD episode. all the yeah. way. Yeah,
1: literally, somebody today told me all your stuff's ADHD. Uh, like, uh, we'll bring it in one day. Sure if not, will.
0: sure we will. Yeah, let's
2: right. title the episode Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, it's the Adderall episode. Enjoy episode 22, guys. <laughs>
2: after he was assassinated that's kind of when things started to pop off and then you had germany kind of putting up a front and then russia just moved right in to back and then i don't know just the whole setup to world war one and then post world war one into world war two and then once it ended um just how kind of over Russia got like Europe was in shambles and Russia thought, "Hey, we just sacrificed twenty to thirty million of our own people. We should like we're gonna rule Europe." And then the United States is like, "Wait, not so fast!" Boom, straight to Cold War.
0: Hang on, you said World War One. That's World War Two.
2: Oh yeah, World War One, and then in,
0: into World War into II. World War Two. Okay. Yeah, but then with World I, I think War One, more and more the case. Can be made that they were really just one conflict with a with an interlude. It is, but like
2: uh, what why I was did World say, War One
0: start? It World War One It was I, a
2: bunch of countries kind of just bullshitting each other and testing each I, other. I
0: think it was kind of old school feudalist yeah. um posturing. Like I'm the lord of these lands and I will send my army to Yeah, exactly. We are on a quest for the grail. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it, it was literally like old <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, it was like just old feudal bullshit, but the the industrial revolution had just begun. So suddenly you combined you know like horse and cavalry tactics with modern machinery and this this old style thinking of it's almost like they're bored. You know what I mean? Like all these like the chancellor of Germany was yeah. cousins with I believe the uh the current the queen of England, right? Yeah. So they're 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 literally extended family members all just sort of squabbling and bickering, and it turns into this the first time that industrial – it was the first industrial war, and yeah. it killed millions and millions and millions of people.
2: Well, do you think World War I would have happened without the Civil War? Because if you look at it, like the Civil War – we started to get like the Gatling gun and higher efficiency uh, weaponry. Like you had that. Well, you were also using prepackaged cartridges for the first time. Exactly. And so you start to see these small ammunition or small arms as well as large arms start to get more technologically advanced. And if you didn't have that. Well, happen- so civil
0: war, they were still using smooth bore cannon, but by yes. world war one, they were using artillery with rifled barrels and a much, much longer range. I thought at the very in, in, a, end, in a brass case. you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So civil war, you saw like the brass preloaded rifle casing for the first time. Right. And in world war one, you saw the, like the big brass preloaded artillery, artillery round for yeah. the first time.
2: I thought they started to develop the artillery at the very tail end of the Civil War.
0: I don't. I. Because I, they started I can't getting machine that. guns. And All then I can thought, say is they were using smoothbore cannons in yeah. the Civil War, and by World War One, it was what resembles modern artillery.
1: But if you didn't, yeah, they ha- had they had Gatlin guns, right? They were yeah, but it was like a hand, hand crank. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, still, still, car, 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 still car, it's, car, it's pretty I, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to buy one. <laughs> yeah. there's a company that makes it for nine millimeter
0: oh i know i know <laughs> and I'm, 22 i'm trying to figure out yeah i the would get the 22 cring? just based on the cost of ammo yeah it would be cool
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: is that legal for hunting
1: might as well be Yeah. squirrel
2: hunting should be yeah
0: yeah oh all right so there's a lot to talk about because as we're recording this today there were congressional hearings on UFOs and alien life form, which is fucking fascinating that you go from like, if you're a uh, UFO guy, it's like, ah, oh, get your tinfoil hats out. And now they're talking about it on the floors of Congress and you have whistleblowers. The guy would not, he wouldn't answer the question. One of the senators or Congresswoman asked, what did you find in this wreckage? This is just the clip I saw. And he said, well, we found biological remains. And she asked, were they human? and he said I cannot answer in a public forum which is kind of a telling answer you know what yeah. i mean so you have that and you have i mean ongoing bullshit with russia and ukraine and then you have hunter biden who i think did he reject his uh we're
2: trying to figure. That's out. bullshit.
0: Who even knows what's going on there? And uh, you know, of course, we can't figure out whose cocaine was in the White House because <laughs> the most secure <laughs> building on Earth would never have security cameras or a visitor log yeah. or some sort of way. Like, you might need secret or not secret uh, secure card access to go through certain doors. So, you know what I mean? At at the hospital where I work, if I scan through a security door with my employee badge, there's a record of me entering that room. Yeah. So whoever scanned into that what was it, the library or something like that? They know who entered that library. We and know who's cocaine fucking, Yeah, and you we know what? Know Podcast America knows yeah. who's fucking blow was in the White House laboratory or Biden library. Biden
2: isn't spry enough to be doing that much blow. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> should. What if that's keeping what? him alive? Yeah, what if that's the only If he was thing? a coke that would be awesome. He only does he's it at night. He's smoking Newports all the time. Yeah. Oh <laughs> does it,
1: only does it at night and won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's yeah. why he's so tired all the time.
2: Yeah.
0: He's dancing all night long. Yeah. Oh, we got to start it's a like business. All, he's all <laughs> scatterbrained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call those fucking Ukrainians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And then you have, uh, God, what else? LeBron James' son had, I think, cardiac arrest on the basketball court at whatever university he plays for. And LeBron has been one of the most loud, I guess, celebrities on people need to get the vax, need to get the vax. Um, God Gardner, what what else is happening terrible. all kinds of shit is happening. Well yeah. let's
2: slow down on the aliens. Yeah. I
0: like it. Let's go back to aliens. Yeah that's what I was going to say. What, it, what, what do you guys me think? Off, though, sorry. Although is that yeah. you
1: just said that that motherfucker didn't say if there were biological remains
0: or not? No, he said there were. Well, I, well he, he didn't say if they say they there human.
1: was human or not. That pisses me off. Yeah. So much. Just yeah. like why, why are you going to leave that cliffhanger why, out yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. Why what, drag this guy in front of Congress to yeah. not... But, I mean, what do you ever you really get
0: satisfying answers from any of these congressional hearings? No. The idea is we're supposed to feel like we're getting vindication. Like, you've got Jim Jordan grilling people, uh, you know, like Twitter execs or whatever, or Facebook, about their, their collaboration with the FBI... And you never really get any like they kind of dance around the questions. It and makes then, you feel good a little bit, and then but nothing. It, it, that's the point is you're supposed to be like, yeah, yeah. Get see, him, we're we're finally getting it, but then nothing happens, and that's how you know that it's a uniparty and that nothing is ever going to happen. It's all just for show, so that you can feel kind of vindicated, and then it disappears, and those people never have repercussions. So they asked if the remains were human.
2: Yes. So human meaning. Homo sapien. Not you're,
0: a, you're a homo sapien. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know that. Uh, but like, so they mean that they found a crashed UFO it, and it, it could have had human or just no, no, no. organic? It had, it had
0: biological wow. remains.
2: Yeah, okay. But then what did she follow up the question with?
0: Uh, it was just some fucking clip. okay, Okay, okay. Um, I mean, it could have been a Russian dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. Been, Whatever his name was. Yuri that's an, the space dog.
2: That's an idea of... I mean, we're going conspiracy here. As a chimp. Yeah. <laughs> but that aliens could be us from the future coming yeah. back mm-hmm. into time to tell um. us or warn us about things. That one, the time traveler one, I don't buy into as much. Or but it another, is a possibility. Another one I like it is, is it. that
0: some humans got off planet at the Younger Dryas event.
2: I think they got away way early. Now
0: they're keeping tabs on us. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's kind of the idea of Mars, man, right? Yeah. Like uh Mars may be seeded Earth, you yeah. know, or Earth is like the lifeboat of Mars. Yeah. And that as the planet started to turn, they sent, I don't know, building blocks, RNA, people or even humans here yeah, to colonize. <laughs> this is real fact based. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the aliens thing is weird because it's, uh, I mean, the alien folklore has been around forever. It got even more popular in the 40s and in the 50s. There started to be, and that's when you get Roswell and stuff. But what's interesting
1: following that pop culture then, though, or was it like, oh, look at those quacks going out
0: there?
2: No, I I I think think Roswell happened, and
1: then it really became pop
2: culture. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, Roswell is what created the pop culture. Side of, you know, UFOs and extraterrestrials. But you had
2: before that War of the Worlds with Orson Welles? Yes. Um, You've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the radio broadcast and people. So, I mean, the theory of aliens and, you know, it's been there for a while, but it gained tremendous popularity after uh, the Roswell incident,
1: which is before the 60s, right? So, which is kind of when I feel like space was really hitting hard well, for also, young kids. It was
0: also immediately after we set off the first nuclear, nuclear explosions bombs. which oh god who was i listening to one of the, one of the popular podcasts but they were talking about the physics of setting off a nuclear bomb mm-hmm. and not only do you have the physical waves like the blast waves that we experience in our three-dimensional world but you also have um, vectors of energy de- delivered on a quantum level what they call scalars so the energy is delivered to a point far, far, far away instantaneously. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't travel through space to get there. It's just there. The moment the bomb get, goes off. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this guy was proposing may have attracted attention of other life forms across the universe. Cause we don't know where, we don't know where that energy vector went. We just know that it went somewhere.
1: Crazy stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. crazy stuff. We're not even at cruising altitude yet, dude. I well, I was just thinking, man. So, a really bad fart. You ever walk around and all of a sudden smell something? You're like, what the hell. aliens yeah some alien like you know it was just a scalar fart
2: fart it happened in another part of the world instantaneously what
0: the hell you know i'm gonna start using that when i like uh blow out the covers on the bed (laughs) must be a scalar. yeah Uh, it wasn't me
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, all that. right. That's what you guys pay for.
2: <laughs> no one pays no for one <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Patreon we haven't started. Oh, <laughs> but then, okay, so I like the aliens thing too because what I know of, like this really started to get a lot of traction in, was it 2015 or 16 that we changed the radar that our airplanes and our – like the, the type of radar that we use in our military instruments had
0: changed. It got more fine tuned. It got more
2: fine tuned. And then they started picking up all these like blips, like yeah. things would travel at high rates of
0: speed, high stop. elevation, low elevation stop. And their acceleration was almost, you know what I mean? It was ungodly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was near instantaneous. Yeah. Um, Was it? And I think it was 2018 or 2019 when they first released that heads-up display footage of the the F-18 pilot. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the first time that, again, people like me who were like, yeah, whatever, put on your tinfoil hat. Then here we're looking at the infrared camera on the F-18, and this thing's doing aerobatic moves that I know aren't possible, No. or at least with our aircraft. Oh. So, you know what I mean? It's hovering over the ocean, and then suddenly it just takes off. And they were shoot straight up, and it's like, wait a minute, nothing can do that. Yeah. It didn't even not like that. Anymore. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's just weird because my whole life growing up, I've always been into
1: aliens. I
2: thought it was cool.
3: Well, that's what I was.
2: Thinking. Oh, I used as to far love
1: the X Files, the, the pop oh, culture yeah. stuff, right? Because the X Files was out in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. you were when you guys were like in that. Era right, fucking like so, ET in the 80s, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, but that was like super big. And then, like, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing those little fucking alien aliens, heads. Yeah. predator, you know what I'm saying, predator versus alien, yeah, yeah. Fuck. close so, encounters, yeah. But what I was getting at earlier with like when people started really looking at like the space race and like looking about going into space and stuff, um, you started seeing kids like really latch on to like that. But you think there was a pushback on the alien stuff? Because you were saying there was kind of... Like disinformation they, they from started, the government? Well, like a n- smear campaign? But not only that, but like... I'm sure like parents were like, there's no such things. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, oh, of yeah. So yeah. you think that was just to like keep... And had to happen for people to just be like, oh, I'm not scared of going into space. I want to go into space. Like having kids think about it. Not like, oh, there's aliens out no. there. They're just like... I think this is a question that people have
2: always asked, like, are, are we alone? But not only are we alone, like, what's the most sophisticated intelligence out there?
1: And a lot of people think but, that that's us, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, what I'm talking about is, like, they started pushing really against the alien stuff, and especially, like, the government did. Yeah. Um, but that was also when they were getting technology to go into space. When they were pushing against it the hardest. And at some point, you got to go, like, hey, we're going to go jump into this ocean, but there really aren't any like monsters in here. Yeah. I mean, there's there, the sharks, there's, you know. But that's what I mean. That's the hubris of man
2: to be like, I'm going to get in a boat and sail across the ocean, and there's no sharks in this ocean. It's like, of course there's sharks in the ocean. But man thinks because he's smart and strong that he's the best. I think that's like, So much of not only maybe it is our government, too, that's like we're a very sophisticated nation, a race of people. And it's like we don't have time for these little stories of green men. You know, I think it's because most people are like growing up in the 50s and the 60s, it's like, well, I got to go to work. Yeah. I got to do my job. I, you know, I've got a family now
1: because, uh, yeah, be practical, be practical.
2: Right. And so it's like that's, the American dream that's is hi-
1: to go to work yes. and buy a house. That's yeah. the dream not and to think about
2: aliens practice. are hippie nonsense. Right? We don't have time for this
1: over and over again.
2: So <laughs> yeah. over and over in, infinite. Um, so it's like, all right. I think aliens, like, that whole kind of mentality, like, it was pushed down by everyone. Like, the dreamers like me there is like, hey, man, do you think there's life out there? And everyone's like, get your head out of the clouds. Get a job. Yeah, there's more true. important Focus things. on algebra. Yeah, there's more important things. And now we've reached a time where it's like, everyone's on fucking Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> Nothing's important. Everyone's killing time. And at the same time, they're like, hey, guys, aliens are real and it just slips in and people are like oh okay yeah it it's kind of
1: weird like just a dramatic shift why keep it secret in the first place that's yeah that's what i mean though that's yeah. keep it secret Power. because we know other governments no we know we're going to need people to progress to go to space like I think when people think aliens, they kinda get freaked out. I get freaked out. When I think
0: aliens, I'm like, I shit. don't be. If if they have the technology to travel here and they haven't fucking blasted us off, you know, out of the universe yet, then they they must be th- there must be some sort of good in them, right? Otherwise there would be actual predators running around out in the jungle fucking yeah. skinning ODAs and hanging them upside down from trees. What about all those animals? Over probes? here anthropomorphizing <laughs> yeah, the <it> aliens. <laughs> that doesn't sound nice. That's, that's like you know what? How come in all the '80s stories, everybody got who got abducted got probed? Yeah. Like what? Like are aliens obsessed with the butthole? Or they what? like butt stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that might be one of the first red flags. Like they traveled across galaxies to come here <laughs> to abduct a human and <laughs> stick stuff in his butt. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the softest spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's where hyenas start too. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> With their FUD dick or <laughs> faux dick or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, he's just...
0: the same when, eat, when they eat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you get to experience, you get to stay alive and experience it. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Just a little yeah. gruesome factoid for you. Hmm. A real ass eating. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Didn't Not mean the... to derail you, Mike. No, you again. So So, why would you keep aliens a seat? Like, if, if the first alien crashed in the 50s at Roswell, why not go public with it?
2: Because you want to back-engineer it and have sophisticated weapons when you have a Cold War, when you have a Vietnam, when you have all these other countries that want control and power and you're the top dog, what are you going to do? I don't want to give my power to these lower people. I'm going to keep that information. Yeah. And that's why, like you hear the stories of Bob Lazar, and they talk about how everything was—is it decentralized? The right word? Where each person has a compartmentalized
0: carpet, 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 carpetalized, <laughs> carpet, carpet bombalized, com- yeah. compartment. <laughs> whoa! whoa carpet- oh <gasps> oh <yeah. laughs> Compartmentalized. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, Jordan. Yeah, anytime. <laughs>
1: yeah. Didn't think that was going to happen, huh? Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs>
2: But like in that same way, like we don't want one person leading this whole research on this the this ship. We want this one guy to handle the outside. We want one guy to handle the inside. We want one guy to handle propulsion. So someone doesn't have an overall theory of Can't what's happening and sell yeah. it or give away
1: facts and secrets. Yeah. I think power power and money leads to everything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well I think I think Money leads to power yeah, And then power leads to wanting to I control. think power and money are the same thing Yeah well that's what I mean And then yeah, it leads yeah. to wanting to control people Yeah yeah So,
2: Yeah I don't know the alien thing is weird That's who they are But I just want them to It's like all this bullshit If they're here monitoring us And they're watching what's happening It's like when are our overlords Going to step in
0: uh, Maybe it's like us on National Geographic, where you know, these people go, Yeah, exactly. Observe only, no interference.
2: We are an ant farm, yeah. I mean, we're the biggest ant. I mean,
0: we're an it's not like we'd we'd be the first species on earth to go extinct. So maybe they're just watching and like, maybe, maybe this one goes extinct. We'll see what happens.
2: We would be the first species to go extinct by ourselves, yeah, by our own doing. Yeah, that would be do you what? know what the fermi's paradox is
0: uh is that the if intelligent life exists why hasn't it contacted us
2: yeah why haven't we seen it A life so abundant in earth and stuff like that Why? Because the
0: universe we... is fucking huge
2: not only is it huge but there's all kinds of the, different the space, ideas the empty
0: space in the universe is beyond anything our mind like you can't really wrap your head around it when you realize that the Milky Way galaxy is the galaxy we're in, and there I think there are hundreds of trillions of galaxies. I think
2: our gal- and those galaxies
0: are separated by hundreds of thousands or millions of light years. Oh, millions so of the, millions! The, the universe is beyond. Th- yeah. It's almost you almost should think of it as infinite, infinite. Inf- yeah. And we are struggling mm. with language. You know, today. you know <laughs>
1: who did a good job of uh, depicting it was uh, that Hillbill Oh, on the snowflake. In the middle oh, of the snowstorm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is where Jordan learned you know science. I mean? I'm Sears. just saying, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 uh, yeah, you're right. You know, um,
1: well, there's a, there's another thing online where it, it has like the galaxy and it goes out like, oh, it's this person standing right here, and then it backs up and it's like, oh, they're in that state and that, you know, yeah, that and well, country,
0: and also like, that, and they also didn't they just announce? a week or two ago that they now think the universe is twice as old as original, like the Big Bang. Yeah. May have, yep, it yep, went from okay, like 137 million years to 260-some million no, year, f- trillion or trillion.
2: It used to be 13.7 that's
1: what
0: billion. I said. That's what I said. Yeah. Now it's, and now, now they it's think it's double. That. Yeah. So 24
1: that's, to 20. Yeah. You're right, Kozak. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think it's yeah, something.
0: <laughs> but if you think about that amount of time. And there's a lot of people who think it's infinite. Like the universe has always been here. Um, there, There could have been advanced societies that evolved, peaked, and then had their own sort of chaos or whatever. And, created their own extinction Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we could just be a little, that's
2: one of the ideas of the Fermi's paradox. It's all these reasons of why we haven't seen intelligent life. One is maybe space. Like you're saying is so vast that it's not about traveling distance. It's about going inward. So like you could put yourself in an AI in a computer and you could live forever technically. Right. That's one idea. Another idea is that when civilizations get to be sophisticated with, um, technological advancements but then they still have kind of like our ape mentality are that we're warfaring and that we most civilizations hit a certain point of technological development and then because of war they turn it on each other and so say, you there, never see to- life because civilizations kill themselves and in the current state we're in it makes me think of that
0: part of that idea that With AI and drones, we are soon going to hit a point where we are, and nuclear weapons and, you know, uh, advanced delivery systems. We're going to hit a point where we either completely wipe out humanity or we sort of go, oh, shit, there needs to never, ever be a war again. And we need to figure this shit out. Yeah. One or the other is going to happen. I'm more so, And my my guess is that we'll take the, the... the World War III that we're being marched into to get to the point of, holy fuck, we need to never have... Remember, they thought World... Oh, shit, now I'm contradicting myself because World War II was supposed to be the war to end all wars. I Like, people were going to realize that after the complete destruction of Europe and China and Japan and the Pacific Islands, like, we need to never do this again. And here we are in Ukraine right now. Was it
2: Oppenheimer or... I mean, how many
0: generations later is that, though?
1: Yeah, three, probably, Yeah. yeah. And it that's that's what it takes to forget, yeah. Right, yeah. like and people talk about that where it's like, oh, yeah, like I remember what my dad said, but I have no clue what my grandpa said. Yeah, like and he's learning from you know, just, yeah. time, time fucking transfers all that shit. Uh-huh. So you forget about it that quick. And if we're not paying attention, not learning, everybody's caught up in this shit, and not like actually yeah. paying attention to what we know. <laughs> Did happened. You
0: see what Taylor Swift was wearing at the concert? Yeah. No, nobody. Hopefully, nothing. Oh. I, I don't know. I was just asking. Tadolf Switler. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Tadolf Switler?
0: <laughs> I think she's yeah. kind of a minch. Yeah. Oh uh, fuck! All right, what were we talking about? I feel like we got off track. Wait, right? I want to oh. say
2: because you guys were talking about how it keeps like building and oh, the Fermi's paradox. Yeah, yeah, but um, there's a good quote from I think it's either Einstein or Oppenheimer, and they're asking a reporter asked him, "What will the next? What will the weapon of the next world war be?" He goes. I don't know. He goes, I can tell you this. This current world war, this last one, we use nec- nuclear technology. What will be fought with the next one will probably be sticks and stones. Yeah. You know, because it's just like you're going to decimate yourself. I, I think he said, I don't know
0: what the next war will be yeah. fought with, but the one after that will be yes. fought with sticks and stones. Sticks and stones, yeah. Meaning we'll, we'll wipe ourselves out completely to the point where we have to start over. Yeah. And... F- so possible. I mean, that—that's my personal again. Yeah. Tinfoil hat time. I think the younger Dryas comet impacts wiped out humanity, and what we think of as ancient history was really the sort of the Reset. you know a, a very few humans survived, and they had to live hard scrabble lives for I mean, hundreds of generations, and they slowly, slowly, slowly rebuilt civilizations, and that's what we think like the the Phoenicians and the Sumerians those quote unquote first civilizations. I think those were just the newest civilizations after, you know, all the thousands of years of living as hunter gatherers because of those common impacts.
2: Well, wasn't it like eighty thousand years ago there was a volcano around Australia that went off? And they think it took human civilization down to ten thousand people. Oh, ten thousand like human super volcano. Yeah, Super Volcano went off. And I think they figured it out through genetic testing, okay. all those 23 me's, and they are able to follow all the blood lineages kind of back yeah. to this group. And it's like, yeah, resets happen all the time. Yes, they do. Wow. <laughs> uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan
1: looks sad right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, I, it feels like that's – I've thought about that, like, oh, we're we're coming up. Our number's ticking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, oh, is it going to be a war? Is it going to be that that uh, volcano over there? Like, what yeah, the what's going to wipe volcano. us out? I feel, oh, like, it's going to happen. Solar it's flare, gonna happen, volcano, yeah. asteroid, war. All, all the stuff, right? Yeah. And now, like, I think with all of those things, and you start, like, worrying about it and thinking about it, and you just kind of go, <sighs> It. The only thing I can do is control my day to day life, yeah, and just live live that way. Like, and so f- to go down these rabbit holes, you kind of start getting a little depressed when you're like, "Man, like, this is this is a possibility that could happen." Like, on top of me walking across the street and getting hit by a car, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many things that can end life, but like to end civilization and everybody I know, like, that's that's kind of dark. And you start looking at like. All the things that really, right now, I feel would be happening, in it, and it's that war, and that scares the
2: absolute shitting out of me.
1: To me, that again, yeah.
2: I rather
0: take, I rather take because well, war, war, you can't help. Solar flare, you can't help. Comet, can't help. Freaking, yeah, but yeah, also it's like, like humanity failed. Yeah, that's the biggest
2: war. hurt. Is that we failed each other, humans failed other humans yeah this thing we could have been great and better it's like we fucked it up and it's all over
0: greed and power lust
2: yeah you know and you kind of you know it's interesting you talk about like uh it it scares me to think about like you know this end which it should rightfully but you know the world's kind of or i mean the world has changed but
0: The U.S. feels a lot different since the past three years. I'm glad you said that because I had a thought last night, which was I was thinking about – I had a couple of really good high school teachers, which – Yeah. And I was thinking about it because my oldest son is going into middle school next year, and we're going back to the public uh, school system after having them in private school for a little bit. Do you pick his pronouns yet? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, and so I'm concerned. And there's there's a very good chance that I'm going to end up on – (laughs) <laughs> like a police you know what I mean like I'm gonna be at every school board meeting and I'm not gonna be quiet if uh if the Everett school district is pushing like this child pornography and all fucking woke bullshit um but what, what that took me back I, I started thinking about like how I was really lucky that even a small little podunk town with a, a four-way stop and a eventually a traffic light that I had some really really good teachers in middle school and high school And one of my all-time favorite, his name was Mr. Morris. And he was this big – he was six feet tall and kind of imposing and very uh, kind of surly. Like, he wasn't – he didn't come across as friendly, but he had a way of being, like, really hard on you, but also letting everybody know that he – like, he would put – every once in a while, he'd put his arm around you when you needed help or something. You know what I mean? And so it was like, oh, he actually cares. And he's hard on everybody because he cares. And his life story was he had joined the Army and – uh, post Vietnam and then gotten out and got his teaching certificate. And I was sort of thinking about that and I was like, Oh my gosh, his, just the thing. And he would always talk to us. This is in sixth grade. I had him in sixth, seventh, and then he was my eighth and ninth grade football coach. And um, he he talked a lot about, um, you know, Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong and the dangers of communism. Uh, you know what I mean? And it was like, Holy crap. This is a guy who was raised during the cold war and went and said, you know what, my duty. He went and did his his four years in the Army and then said, I'm going to serve my country from now on by educating the youth. And he, You know what I mean? And so I was like, this is a guy who cares about America, and I think that entire generation kind of felt that way. Like, they were going to go do their part for America by working in the – they're going to work on that Ford assembly line or they're going to head down into the coal mine. Um, and kids don't think that way anymore. They're just all about, like – how can I get more likes and how can I get my next little, you know, my, my kids. But the, the, the degree in, uh,
1: resources was way less back then. Like you can be poor and have nothing and you can be rich and have a million dollars. And that was crazy rich. Yeah. Now we're talking billions and poor. We're talking crazy debt or just oh, yeah we're you becoming know what I mean? a like third so third world country so that way with with that with that mindset like people aren't going to be thinking about us they're going to be thinking about me how can i get stay ahead I, i'm just well, trying it's, to it's the
0: social media generation too where it's all about like take pictures that make it look like your life is going really great and hide all the bullshit you know what i mean and like yeah but don't actually focus top, on the top
1: people and social media, are are a lot of them anyway. If you don't have talent and you have good looks, yeah, make it look like you're living this amazing life. And guess what? All of a sudden, how many people you're do you Kardashian. know though that
0: like you see a lot of photos of like, oh, me and my hubby, or me and my awesome wife, and it's you know over and over again. And then it's like, oh yeah, we're getting divorced. Yeah, because yeah. they're trying to make everything yeah. look like it's something different, and they don't really... and. And I think more and more – I see this with my kids because they're always watching YouTube. I make them turn it off, but they still sneak into the TV room or whatever and watch it. And if they don't like – like, they'll watch a video for, like, two minutes at the most and then next. i will be like, hey, can we finish? Like, they'll be watching, like, a GoPro video of, a, like, downhill mountain bike racing. Halfway through, they're just like, next. Like, hey, can we – More dopamine. mean. Yeah, could we finish the run? I wanted to see how he – I want to see his time across the finish line, but they're like, Oh yeah, we were getting bored of that one. But yeah. You know, so I don't know that they will be able to work toward long-term goals. I worry that they will only be able to focus on just getting some sort of like dopamine release today. And Mike, what the hell did you say that got me talking about my teachers in high school? Cause we went way off track here. I don't
3: know,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, it is. I agree with you that people's attention spans seem to be shortening. I was just going to say. And speaking that, of
0: which, what were we talking about? <laughs> they got us off on this tangent.
2: No, people's attention spans seem to be shortening, but things like podcast and long form media seem to be blowing up more now than they ever have. And is that is that a cult or an age thing? Like you have older people listening to these three hour shows where people that are 20 and under
0: won't really, or 30 and under won't really
2: get into that?
0: I don't know if they will, but I think it's our generation's talk radio. Like, so remember our parents' generation, you had some people's dads listen to music, yeah, and some people's dads listen to talk radio. Talk radio rules. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's why we're doing this. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so this is is just talk radio for our generation.
2: Yeah. But it's more involved, though. Like, talk radio used to be, I mean... You would have some people. I'm not
0: talking about like the goofy FM morning show. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: hurt. no, I know.
0: I'm talking like the AM shows yeah. where you'd have like a regular host who comes in. Like it could be like uh, it could be like a religious show, right? Where the, it's yeah. just some guy who comes in and talks for 30 minutes about the Bible or a 30 minute. Like you'd have like psychologist. Like anybody could get on their local AM radio station yeah. if they just signed up for a time slot.
2: Do you Do you ever listen to bill back in the day?
0: Sounds you, familiar, but I. He don't. would
2: always talk about UFOs. Oh, foot. I, yeah.
0: had, I no, I didn't.
2: He was on AM radio like from eleven till three in the morning, yeah, <laughs> and it was just like the most obscure, random, crazy stuff we talk about. That's awesome. <laughs> but it was on, you know, yeah. New Stock One Thousand.
1: Nice. Yep. For four hours in the middle.
2: In the middle of the night, just truck drivers and cabbies, <laughs> <laughs> just meth out and caffeine up. Yeah.
0: Damn uh, it! How did we get to high school teachers? because that was a point that I thought I was like oh I need to remember to make that that back then everybody kind of cared about what they were doing for America yeah. and they had like a lot of people had sort of their like I said this I'm pretty I don't know I'm pretty sure Mr. Morris was teaching school because he felt like that was his way to contribute to the future of the country.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think we're talking about uh people uh, was it people being scared kind of what's happening? Because I, I we are kind of parlaying it into, you said you were afraid of war and stuff. And yeah. like what the future the is failure, failure of humanity. Humanity. And it's like, I see that at work a lot too. Like, I see so many people that I work with that are just stressed out. And they're like, oh, the government's falling to shit. This is falling to shit. The schools are shit. Everything's going nuts. Just and do, it's,
0: doomsday scrolling on their Twitter yeah, or their feed or whatever. Yeah. But well for it, it me, part of the
2: I feel fine, okay. like because of my
0: group. Well, all of three of it, us do blue collar work, so a lot of time our hands are occupied with things like pliers and you know other tools. Yeah, which, but which doesn't leave you time to, to doom scroll.
2: I think and dwell all the time. I I'm, yeah, and but then like, you also come. You come to jiu jitsu. That's you, you this have a group.
1: Is Do do you do your thing and you have a relief of like, hey, guess what? At the end of the day, this is reality.
2: But not only a relief, it's like I've I've got a group of motherfuckers, you know? And so for me, yes, things do suck when the world starts to go in shambles and things go off the rails. But I can't stop the world from going off the rails. I can't stop a treaty from being signed. I can't stop an arms deal. I can't do any of these things. So what can I do? Well, I can just try and be a tough, badass motherfucker and have other people around me. And it's like, at a certain point, I feel like none of us are really afraid. I mean, we all have fears and stuff, but like... Not for myself. You're right. If the it's, world goes it, it is, to shit, we're still gonna get together and hang out and defend ourselves. Oh, yeah. And it's not like, oh my god, I live in this apartment and I have no family or friends or neighbors. It's like, but I see all that's these. That's one of the things work. that's
0: broken with humanity is we are pack animals. Yeah, we're not supposed to be living solitary lives, sort of in seclusion. I think that's part of what modernity has like destroyed. Is people like we've we've you, talked about you, this well, before? People go sit in their cube. And because of political correctness, when they do interact with, you know, their limited interaction with other people in their workplace, they're closed off and they're not themselves. So you never really get to know your coworkers. So that, you know, the jujitsu gym is one of these places where everybody lets their guard down and everybody is authentic. And I can't, I guess I can't speak for other gyms, but here, like we know, you know, or I guess that's what Greg says is the mats don't lie. So. You you can come in full of bluster like uh, that story you told about the guy who came in was like I'm more of a more of a stand up oh, fighter. fighter guy yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but that that's lore for the crowd right like that's like hey guys remember that one time <laughs> yeah because everybody sits down and talks about shit like yeah.
0: that yeah. and not not jujitsu is not going to be everybody's jam but people no. need to find a tribe their, yeah <laughs> you have to find your tribe and it has to come through common interest. And it has to be in a place where you are not censored. You have to be able to be yourself. You will never have human connection if you're censored. It's not possible because you can't, like you can never know what somebody else is oh. actually all about.
1: Yeah. Well, do you think that the the social media um, trying to get the instant, like it, it's like your kids going through um, YouTube and clicking through the videos. They're like, I, on, on to the next, on to the next. But you grew up around a fire talking to people, you know, and not having that like, okay, I'm bored with this conversation. It's like, we'll sit here and like, okay, what, what do you want to say? Like, what's next for you? Like what's, you know, and that's the only way in which to change the channel. If somebody's talking and you don't like to hear it, you have to figure out a way in which to like,
0: Space aliens. Yeah, you got to yeah. turn
1: the conversation somewhere where you'll enjoy the conversation, so you can get into it, and you're interacting with it. Yeah. Whereas when you're just sitting down, you're not having that back and forth. You're having a one way interaction, so you get the dopamine like you're having. You're sitting here having a conversation with somebody, but the reality is, is you're not having a, a two way conversation with YouTube. Yeah. So you're not getting the the other side of that the dopamine, gratification. That comes, so you yeah. need to chase. The beginning of it because you're, right. you're not yeah, going to yeah, yeah. have the, the, the other side. side of your mind isn't working Yep. so how can you if if I sat here and listened to you guys for you know 15 minutes and oh well I'm just going to scroll out if I didn't find it interesting if I didn't involve myself with it because yeah. sometimes you can do that and watch stuff for hours and hours and hours once you really like dive into the, the content right but if you don't have a relation to it then you're kind of like yeah I'm going to step away and yeah. You know, go to the next. Yeah. Um so I just feel like a lot of these kids they're not living life outside cuz they're getting instant gratification from YouTube and all like different social medias so they're not going and experiencing that backside of that gratification. But it,
0: wasn't there just some stat that came out that people are spending like 97% of their life indoors? That's fucking gross. Like it it bothers, like I start feeling um claustrophobic if I've been inside too long. Yeah. Like if I like more and more now that I'm more at a desk than in the field, sometimes uh-huh. it's like I, I'll just come up with an excuse that I need to go out to the job site because yeah. I can't stand to sit in that fucking chair anymore staring at a computer screen.
1: But you'll also not only you'll literally go outside. I you have yeah. you're always doing fires in your backyard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So yeah, I mean I guess that, but when you really break it down, you go 97% of my life. Today, I've had, have I had any kind of hours outside?
0: Yeah, that's true. And I if haven't. You're, if you're on a job site where the building's closed in, <laughs> then you're going to be indoors for eight hours.
1: Yeah, so the, I'm I am closed in right now. There you got the windows in, so it's kind of, it's clammy and it's like, yeah. uh, so you kind of feel like, I know what it feels like to work outside and how much I like it. Yeah. And then you get closed in because that happens. And yeah. all of a sudden you're closed in. And you're like, so maybe bah. that's part of it. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, I know what it's like to work outside. And you know, it's the amazing. funny thing is I don't mm-hmm. mind
0: working outdoors in the worst weather. Like, <clears> no. Put I, on, put on yeah. the pickle suit. I got the, you know, the Helly Hansen rubber yeah. rain suit. And it's <laughs> it's 75 and, and kind of well, it's 75 it's and jungle humid. weather. It's jungle weather yeah. on the inside. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's like I hate working in an enclosed building as we're going to final stages of construction. And I don't mind one bit being outdoors doing dirt work or deck work Mm -hmm. in the, in January and February. Mm
2: -hmm. It is weird that we are an outdoor species, right? Like we came from the woods and the wild and stuff and everyone, I don't care who the person is, is like you take them to a beautiful wilderness area and everyone's always like, this is nice. This is beautiful. It looks so good. But then they go right back to the city or they go right back to their
1: home. It's like, but the the reality is like, if I was allowed to, right? There's rules against it, yeah. of me just quitting my job, and going out into the woods. There is rules against it, laws that keep me from doing it.
2: Well, you can camp downtown Seattle, but you can't camp in Forest Service right land I, for I more mean, than but six that's, months. But that's
1: just another man telling me what I can yeah. do with my time on Earth. That is this yeah. tiny little speck of Less than sand in this infinite galaxy, we're talking about. I'm gonna let somebody in this whole big thing tell me what the fuck to do. Yeah, just the same like way they tell us. Well, we that, that to- goes back to fear now. So huh? when you said, because some people are so. That's some the motherfuckers people- that we're talking about, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Those are the motherfuckers that are were around. Yeah. And those are the guys that are like, I'm not gonna let some motherfucker tell me what to do. Yeah. But is that, am I? Am I just conditioned to let people tell me what to do? Which is the reason I'm not going out into the woods, living my life in the woods that I want? Or or going, you know, just spending I'm fucking downtown working my ass off in a, you know, concrete, dusty, you know, shithole yeah. when yeah. I want to be in fresh air running around the woods and maybe I wouldn't have the money and the resources, but I'd really have to
0: rely on myself to be able to But if you did have money and resources, what would you do with your spare time? Run Beyond around the woods, woods in yeah, the fresh yeah. air. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's the conundrum and it's part but of the, the, the awakening. And it's why I think. The difference is the security. Yeah. Because
1: we could run out in the woods right now and not look back. Yeah. And just say, hey, guess what? Fuck it. You don't want me to kill a deer because it's not hunting season? Too bad. I'm surviving out I'm here. hungry. Um, and I'm going to catch these fish. I don't have a license. I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. I'm going to kill these animals. I'm going to eat them. I'm going to find these foods, I'm going to catch, I'm going to look for more than a quart-sized bag of mushrooms, and you know, like, that, but those are all things that we're constantly like, nope, you're part of society, we're going to tell you what to do, who's going to tell me? Oh, it's the park ranger. Well, who told the park ranger? Okay, well, who told that guy? Who told that, like, because I don't believe this vote shit, and like, we're not all voting on this stuff. There's small little groups of people. Yeah, that think special they, interest groups. And they just say, oh, you know what, this is what's good for the society, the... The scientists said this, and that's that. And it's like, well, I get that not everybody can go out and go gather mushrooms, because if we all did, nobody would have any. And I get it'd be hard, but guess what? 97% of people, or 97% of people's time spent indoors, like, guess what? If I go out and get a gallon-sized bag of mushrooms or a fucking five-gallon bucket full, what the fuck's the difference?
3: Yeah.
1: Well,
2: I think people... do follow rules. I think it's inherently in us. I mean, gr- growing up as children and say either that's today or like back in the day in a hunter gatherer tribe, if you didn't listen to your parents it probably meant death. It meant Oh yeah. I'm you eat the wrong berry, you go to a dangerous place. So people that would follow the rules of their parents and their elders probably had a little bit better of a chance of survival due to listening, you know? And I do think that is important. You should listen to people that are smarter, wiser than you, because you're looking for good information. So now where do we draw that line as to I'm listening and following these rules for my benefit to now I'm just following rules because someone's saying. I think what you're doing is you're taking critical thinking out of that. If you're able to understand certain amount of rules... And just general way life works, if something is said and it doesn't make sense, that's where you question it. But if something's said and it makes sense, I think that's where you follow. So, in this, I mean, rules, I think, are important. I mean, Jesus Christ, come in here, take your (coughs) shoes off, don't step on the mat. Yeah, And that's probably for your safety from Greg, but, you know.
0: It's so you don't get fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Folliculitis. Or, yeah. You know, well, it's protecting it is, it the is group. For your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah.
1: goes back to that religious shit we're always talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it's just, just to protect you.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's tough too when people are like, we're doing this, wear a mask for your protection. And people think, oh, I'm getting protected. But it's like, some well, somewhere are along you the really way, or we, or we lost just the, the tribe
1: comfort? mentality and it's us versus them. And now I'm listening to them and not my tribe. 'Cause
0: that's Ooh, just I kind like of
1: that. where we're at, right? Like yeah. we've gotten so big and so massive that it's like, no, fuck you. No fuck you. Well, we should all do this. And because we're in control of this this house, we we have our people that live at this address right now, so what we say fucking goes. So yeah. we are gonna wear masks. We're no. everybody's gonna wear a mask, and if you don't, we're gonna we'll fire you. We're gonna get jobs. mad at you. Yeah. Like socially, we're you know, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. so we've gotten away from like, well, is this protecting us? some people say it is, some people say it's not, some people are lying, some people aren't, like yeah. where 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 do we find ourselves with
0: that because we've gotten these this tribe has gotten so big, no. and people are so different that and and we've gotten away from practicality again, we live in this uh like technology pampered civilization where you sort of lose track of where your food comes from, what it takes to survive. And so everybody (laughs) just sort of assumes that safety and uh, like abundance are a given, and they're not. And so I I think that's part of the problem, is everybody just sort of assumes. It's like an egocentric way of life, where I'm the most important person, and everything will be provided for me. And, oh, my chosen party is saying we need to do this for everybody's safety. So you need to do this for my safety. And because I care about myself more than my community, because I don't have a community because I'm not connected to anybody. Because I spend all my time on YouTube and Instagram and get that dopamine. Well, and I work in a politically correct environment, so I can't actually make connections.
1: Yeah. Can't have my real. How how can you not be
0: egocentric when you can't make connections with other people?
2: No, I think that's kind of maybe why COVID was a red pill for a lot of people. Like uh, everyone thought that the government maybe had their best interest or that they were looking out for them in the best way. And then COVID happened and the government told so many people to shut down and to stop working. And they're like, oh, we'll give you some relief checks. But it's like, "Dude, what do you do when you make 10 grand a month you're bringing in? And now it's like, oh, I'm not getting that you know, and I'm supposed to just be okay. And I, I think it was kind of an awakening and I kind of think it's like, like a, like a relationship. Say you had two people that were together and one person then finds out the other person was cheating on them. And it's like, oh my God, I'm devastated. What you said, these rules you said to follow and we're going to adhere to, you ended up breaking And now I got to figure something else out if I want to be a strong person. And I think with COVID happening and the government shutting everything down and just people were able to see the dysfunction and they're like, oh, this person, this government, that's supposed to be the love of my life and take care of everything. All of a sudden, they're not allowing it to happen. It can't happen. I'm My government is stopping me. This person that's giving me the rules is also now punishing me, you know? And to me, it's like, it it's a little bit of an awakening for understanding the truths around you. Like the truth around you is you work hard and you do this and you pay your taxes and everything's good. But then the other truth is, is like, even though you do all these things and you adhere to this relationship, doesn't matter whatever we say in the end finally goes and what you thought was a cohesive bond isn't really it's a one way
0: street
1: I, I we just got I, cheated on I was well, gonna say, who, who yeah, was, was going
0: to say do you want to follow that well
1: i i'm going to turn i'm going to turn the page here a little bit and go in in the s- sense of that of like you know this is finite is there something in your life you haven't done that you want to do?
2: Yes. Oh, there's a million things, yeah. of course. And,
1: and what, what's what, What's one of them? What's, what's something? What's a goal or a, something that you have on your horizon? Uh, or like... I'd love
2: to go to Japan. That's a goal.
0: Yeah. I haven't done that yeah. yet. I, I want a pilot's license. Oh, that'd be awesome. I want both of those things. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Be a you guys pilot say that. in Japan. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Konnichiwa.
1: Oh. Um, well, so. Simulance. <laughs> uh, uh, Fastest seatbelt, sign is lit. Yeah, dishonor. <laughs> 737 Bad
2: Stabilizer. Uh,
1: sons of bitches. I'm sorry. sorry I'm continue. sorry, Podcast Japan. What do you got, though? There was a guy, uh, Kyoshi, or uh, no, uh, Kazuki, and he was from Japan. He came in like, Spent, I think, a year or two, um, just kind of going to school to learn English better, and then he went to UW, and then, um, you know, ended up graduating and moving back to Japan. And now he does uh, what is it? Uh, Tokyo Tokyo oh. BJJ. Oh, okay. is his is his academy that he started out there? But he's a Marcelo Alonso black belt in five years. This guy Holy was a fucking Christ. monster.
0: He was a fucking monster. Jesus. I mean, that's
1: a quick that's quick to get your black belt, yeah. but do you guys know the was difference a between fucking
0: savage Brazilian and traditional Japanese jiu-jitsu? Brazilian gets it done. Yeah, but I mean, is it, are there like clear differences?
2: I thought Japanese I jiu-jitsu know. was more based off of judo what happens style? after judo, the, Okay. you know, and it's mainly arm bars and that kind of stuff. Whereas jiu-jitsu, I don't think Japanese De la Hiva, all these weird half guard variations and stuff like that. That's but okay. I mean, it's more traditional. Knows, yeah. I thought. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I guess you could find out, look it up,
2: <laughs> quick Google. <laughs> Google, Google search.
1: Oh God. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's. Uh, but you asked what uh what what would I want to do? And yeah, you, so you want to go to Japan? What in Japan? What's the what's your draw to Japan? Because I have my own draw.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, food. culture yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. food culture just the people i find are so so there's a thing i heard a long time ago the differences between rice cultures and wheat cultures and when you have a wheat culture it takes uh not a lot of are
0: we a wheat culture we are a wheat culture you say rice
2: right rice rice rice
0: oh my god uh please don't cancel us
2: yeah um but we're a wheat culture and a lot of uh, Anglo-Saxon white people are wheat cultures. And wheat culture is pretty easy because, I mean, you know, you get water to a field. You know, you get your irrigation or your sprinklers or whatever is going. And then you pretty much just have to let it grow. And then you harvest. And then you grind and mill your wheat into flour. That's right? why
0: we're so lazy.
2: But
1: rice culture takes an entire village to flood rice paddies, to plant whoa, 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 whoa. rice. Oh, yeah. You think so? You think that's where discipline comes from? No,
2: but a lot more Asian cultures work much better as a large group, as a cohesive group. That idea of that you can take a group of people and the whole town has to go, whether you're the mayor, whether you're the town drunk, whether you're. The guy that raises the beef, you it, still have to go and help with the harvest. Whereas wheat, maybe you can do it with a couple people. So, do you think? And so, I find that mentality of the group think of the group effort of Japan interesting. I mean, that's why we thought we we're going to have to go kill every man, woman, and child in World War II.
1: Let me let me sideline for a second here. Do you think that that group um, work ethic? call that um do you think that that is a way to find happiness yes and do you think that maybe some countries that are less technologically advanced than us so they don't have every little bit third of third world
0: countries have almost it's like a 0% suicide rate because they're so they are so their lives are so involved with surviving to tomorrow that they don't have time for all the the weird um you know uh, anxieties that we do in a, in the the more westernized culture. Also, gender. Yeah, there's roles. only two genders yeah. in third world countries. Well, they're also you know. they're suffering from lack of genders, is what's truly happening. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh you my know God! What? Should we, we do mission yeah. yeah. <laughs> We should start a nonprofit <laughs> to bring the other uh, uh, thirty some odd genders to third world cultures. Yeah, we're missing the boat here, gentlemen. Yeah, oh, that's a good holy point. fuck. Okay, you guys. Training Northwest is making a shift of focus. <laughs> Starting in 2024, yeah. it will become our mission to deliver more genders to third world countries where they are suffering from a lack of gender.
2: Let's go non-binary in the Amazon. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that's
0: a oh, good yeah. launching point. I want to see someone do it in that's ha- a, yeah. Afghanistan.
1: You're going to go travel up to that one tribe that just saw people for the last time? Yeah. And- Hey guys, <laughs> I've got some who news wants to for cut the penis off today?
2: What are yeah. your pronouns?
0: Yeah. <laughs> get shot with yeah. an arrow, fucking yeah! I get it. A, like like a dart right in the neck.
1: Two darts is too many. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's in the bone. <laughs> uh, oh so Japan
1: uh, food-wise, though, what what about the food? Are you just a sushi guy or what?
2: Yeah, I love Asian food. When I cook, my name is Michael Chan. Oh, my yeah. the, no Michael Chan. Michael Chan, because I've got a nice walk. I've got all this. good I love. I just love. He's he all was pointing Asian at his food. junk when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> nice walk. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, uh, food would be a huge part. Just the culture, the technology that's involved with the like Tokyo would be well, amazing. Yeah. Some to- of the,
0: Tokyo some would of the be fascinating. And you know what's funny is. I hate the big city. And like Jen and I took our little mini vacation for our anniversary two weekends ago. And we went to the Kenai Peninsula in Alaska to just get away. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've always wanted to go to Hong Kong, which is one of the biggest cities on the planet. I think that's wild. Um, but it it just looks fucking fascinating. Maybe it's, maybe it's just, yeah, yeah. It just looks again, food culture, like just the the bright lights Mm -hmm. and everything. Like I have no interest in going to New York or I've seen DC. It sucks. Um, but Hong Kong fascinates me.
2: I do Japan over Hong Kong, but I would do Hong Kong, especially. What
0: is with is all that the, the biggest info- city in the world? Ooh. Hang on, I'm googling that. We Hang can, on, let me take a guess before yeah. you do. It. Oh. You guys both guess. Are we going population wise? Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's go population. Oh, no, that's like in India somewhere, oh. right? Uh, Bangladesh. Might be. Well, make your guess. Bangladesh. Where's Bollywood? Bali. <laughs>
3: Tokyo.
0: Ooh. Huh? Hang on. Wikipedia. Two weeks ago. Okay. You guys have guesses. You're both close.
1: <sighs> I'm, I'm I, I might have actually heard it. Bangladesh. Tokyo.
0: Okay. Tokyo has 39.1 million people. Oh, sorry. I was thinking this was India. Jakarta, Indonesia, 34.5, and then Chongqing, China, 32 million. Jeez. And then Seoul, Seoul is number five and Shanghai is number, or sorry, Seoul number four, Shanghai number five. So, you're ta- how many That's of those? That's a state th- of California three one
1: city. Three of those are in China. Yeah. Seoul, ba- Seoul Bangladesh. Seoul's Korea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Seoul's Korea? Yeah,
2: Seoul, South Korea.
1: That's wild. How many people are in uh, Seattle? Three of the top ten are one. in China. Yeah, 3 um, 3 at the Seattle's
2: top. what? 1.2 million?
1: I don't know. Tell me to Google it. Yeah, 30 times Seattle.
2: The state of California <laughs> has 35 million people. So that's the whole state of California in one city.
1: So there are some rural ass
0: places in China.
2: Oh, China was mainly farmers.
0: Seattle is 750,000.
2: Not even a million. Not even a million. <laughs> So time's that by
0: 32.
2: Wild. Plus. And what would you yeah. say Tokyo was? Fuck.
0: God dang it. Sorry, God. dude. You guys, I'm I, not part of the, the YouTube generation.
1: This Google the machine's scrolling. really, hey, while you're out there listening and doing what you're doing. <laughs> Let's uh,
0: talk about training Northwest, <laughs> bringing more genders to poor people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about that thing, though. Like, I mean, the, some of the best times I've
0: ever had, I was the brokest I've ever been. Holy shit. So, uh, sorry. Tokyo is 39 million, which means more than 39 times the population of Seattle. Yeah, Tokyo would be the shit to go to. And wh- what like all the question. crazy
1: robots, dude. You, oh, every okay. vending machine. Did you, you go up and get a 40 out of a vending machine
0: there. Dude, you really? can
2: get used panties and alcohol oh, out of vending fuck. machines.
0: Yeah. Dude, what are they? Come in different flavors, or is it like roll the dice and see what you get?
2: I think they're worn,
0: that's what I mean. Like, yeah, oh, well, <laughs> like, like, do you know what flavor yeah. you're getting, or are you rolling the dice? Yeah, no, you're rolling dice. Are you getting Ooh. sushi or strawberry?
2: This one's Szechuan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I got chocolate, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, oh, God damn. yeah. Right.
1: The, uh, I, I, I watched uh, that fat, salt, heat, iron, or whatever the hell, oh, yeah, documentary. Yeah. And they had the salt thing in Japan, and ever since I watched that, I was like, I need to go oh, to Japan. Jap- yeah, the, they and then, they take their beef seriously. Yeah. Well, the beef, their fucking because, whiskey you is don't, yeah, on a different exactly, level yeah. because it, it's it's the it's the but they like the American, and, whiskey. It, American whiskey. It's American whiskey. It's not Japanese. But oh, but Japanese have perfected it, right? Because they take pride in craftsmanship. So you I look think at they're like, all
0: about that American bourbon. Yeah, that's true. Because they're actually predicting that, like, Jack Daniels is going to have a shortage here in, like, five years because of the Japanese demand for American bourbon and rye whiskey. Japan. Japan. But guess that what? Could start, turning, you know what? That's a world war I get behind. Yeah. Fuck if, you if guys. If they're depleting our whiskey reserves.
1: <laughs> our whiskey reserves. You know, I'm send I'm in, over qaeda I'm, yeah. I'm in physical therapy <laughs> for my knee, but fucking
0: sign me up. I'll, I'll I'll hit the ramp or I'll hit the beach. Yeah.
2: Word storm in the Pacific again. <laughs> <laughs> With what, a bunch what, of Jack Daniel shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a what, sea of mega hats.
0: What did you want to know
1: about the top ten list? Well, I was just curious what what the uh no what I say? What's Japanese or what's uh Tokyo was Tokyo is thirty nine million. million. And what was uh the number one? Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh so oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Tokyo is where I want to go. Okay. Which is weird because, like we were talking about, I I hate Seattle. Of yeah, uh, yeah, you but know, they also probably don't have homeless everywhere. I'm guessing the Japanese don't play that game. But you know, I wonder what
2: they also handed out ivermectin during COVID and wasn't mandatory to get vaccinated. Oh, Interesting. What a concept. And they didn't shut down because they took our constitution post World War II and they said that. Shutting down would be unconstitutional.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> like, what? wait,
2: the thing we gave you?
0: What another concept. Yeah. yeah
2: I, I, I thought that was very interesting.
0: I have to pee really bad. Yeah? All right. Okay. We're going to take a little break, guys. Yeah, so. Oh, no. <sighs> there goes Tokyo Goku go, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I I'd love to go to Tokyo. What and that's somewhere you'd like to travel to? Yeah. And do and the the culture in Tokyo or not just Tokyo but like in Japan
0: with like the craftsmanship of like swords and knives and steels. Oh, um, Japanese that, steel. That old school. You know, it would like, be fun to go to Tokyo and come home with like a really nice uh butcher knife or oh, kitchen I would knife. Yeah. Without question that yeah. I think that would be part of the whole trip.
1: To oh, be yes. able to go to a spot and be like here's Yeah. Thank you for this. Yep. I I want like
0: a, not necessarily a cleaver, but more like, I don't know what the proper word is. It's a, it's like a meat cutting knife, but instead of the square edge, it has a little bit more of a sharp edge. Yeah. Um, damn it. There's probably a word for it, but I don't know it. Katana. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, have you seen the, um, the knives they use to cut like big, huge slabs of, uh. Tuna or steak. Tuna. Yeah. Yeah, and, whoosh, and it's like a right three foot, it. yeah. like, man. Yeah. Um, ever since I was a kid, that was always like lore of like a katana, a real katana so sharp like that the ninjas had. Like It's so sharp that if you touch it,
0: it just shoots right through your hand. Right through your finger, yep. You, uh, you barely have to, it's like a little whisper across your belly and mm-hmm. disembowels you. It's done. But I still believe that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. According to Kill Bill. I've seen
2: yeah. <laughs> I've seen Kill Bill so I know what's up. A- yep.
1: Um, so
0: I, I want the kitchen knife equivalent. Oh God damn it Kozak.
2: Dude, even my ringers off. <laughs> what happened?
0: <laughs> um you, is that your wife Do you need to answer? It?
1: No. All right. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, man. I I think that that the the culture there of those things and the craftsmanship and like just the care they take that is like has to be it is the the equivalent of us like we're bitching about people like having short attendance spans and say, getting on. Is it a culture that still gives a shit? It is. It's a culture yeah, that I cares so. about it they care about the craft of this particular thing. Not only you know? craft, but it seems like And they pass it down, it seems like. Yeah. Not like, oh I'm gonna learn it online or this or that. Yeah. But it's like I'm gonna have my apprentice. Learn from me. And then after he's been my apprentice for the last 15 years, I die. He is now the master.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but it also seems like, too, Japan has more, not morals, but, like, people seem to be a little bit more polite or have courtesy or there's more of a moral fabric still intact. I I
0: think they haven't gone down the political correct and woke Agenda path yet I, th- I, I think, don't think The woke agenda Is what to. led to The lack of courtesy Yeah it's Sort of a self-centered Fuck you If you don't believe What I believe in Yeah And it, it, it's now It it's all started celebrate. With it's Roman's rights yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: oh The suffrage movement's moving back
0: <laughs> Um,
2: Yeah but they just seem to
0: uh, It is sort of that Like shout you down culture That has led to the lack Of courtesy and respect Is what I think
3: yeah.
1: No. Well, I mean, it's, it is it is kind of that what I'm talking about, as much as I'm making a joke about it, but like, oh, you, I don't need you to open the door for me. Yeah. I don't need you to be chivalrous. And then it's like, okay, well, fuck. Okay. And they go, well, I want the same this and that. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I want that, but I'm not that. So I'm going to be that. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah, 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 what yeah, yeah. the hell are we talking about? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you're a weird dude. This guy's is that dude. Yeah. Um. It's <clears throat> funny. There's there's not a lot of women in construction, even though the the apprenticeships are highly sought after. Like you have, like there's there's a there's a, f- a friend of ours at the gym is number 800 on the list to get into the apprenticeship right now, and if you're a girl you're straight in there because there are no females trying to get into the apprenticeship.
2: Maybe he should identify as one.
0: I know. But what I'm saying is like all of this sort of, there's, there's this weird jealousy of females to want to be like, we're just as good as the men. It's like, well, <laughs>
1: no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God damn it. You silly bitches yeah. out here. That's we're, hilarious. Yeah. God damn. No, I mean I'm <laughs> hanging. We're we're,
0: we're we're good at what we're good at. And I don't understand why do you want to compete at that? Like being like the divine feminine is also pretty awesome. And yeah. so embrace that rather than trying to compete at being male and the things that are like really intrinsically male, like building bridges or being out on a construction site. Coal mining. There's You know, we were talking earlier before the break about how I don't mind being in my Helly Hansen rubber rain suit out in the sideways wind and rain in January and February, but guess how many girls want to do that? Uh, About fucking zero. And that's just the difference. How dare you assume? How dare I assume? And yet, where are they? Because it's a walkthrough. (laughs) If they wanted to be hired into the trade, it's a walkthrough for them. But
2: that's what gives them fuel for fire for the pay discrepancy.
0: But they here's the thing when you're an apprentice and a journeyman are you telling you me, are me that paid. they they are trying to keep that pay discrepancy?
1: No, no. Because then they have something to fucking bitch about. No, there is no <laughs> real <laughs> paid distinction kidding, kidding, yeah, Sorry. Then, sorry girl. I'm hang just on, It's a joke. In, it is in a my joke.
0: professional life, I've been in the military and I've been in the trades. Ow. Both in both of those roles, females are paid exactly identical as Exactly. The males. Yeah. And so I don't like I don't understand where this whole like the pay gap
2: about- comes from when they look at the overall total numbers. So it's like on average a man makes this much more than a woman. But it's like, yeah, men are usually more statistically cops, firefighters, coal miners, welders, all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, you're going to get a lot more money doing a hazardous job. Then you do working at Target, restocking shelves. Then you also put into effect the idea that women get pregnant and then they have to take pregnancy leave. So all these things start to topple and scale it so men make more money. But they don't say, oh, it's because men want to do shit women don't want to do. They just go, it's a pay gap.
0: What I'm saying is I don't understand the weird competition like why do you want to be men like i it's not like i love going i can't wait to get home when i go to work it's not like i'm like fuck yeah i'm here crushing it at work and uh i just want to hang out here all day and have this non you know non-stop party with my buddies no yeah. it's not a party we're working we're working hard and then at the end of the day we're tired and we want to go back to our home and my home is way better because jen's there yeah so why would she want to go just be in the slog of a world that she doesn't need to be. When, if she likes when, it. But I, I think most women, if they're honest to their biology, what it tells them is they want to be at home taking care of their kids. And they have that, you know what I mean? They have that pull. They want children and they want to nest. And that is what fulfills their soul. So why, I think it's one of the, like, the follies of Western society is to tell women that, no, that's, that's not what's good for you. That's not what you want. I think they just want more people in the workplace and it's part of that financial slavery. I think we've spoken about mm-hmm. this on previous episodes where get gets you in debt early to where you need everybody working on the assembly line because they need good production workers. And that's maybe what's falling apart a little bit right now is that production has been outsourced and now it's all about production nope. of non tangible items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly. Idle hands. Um, you know we're getting a little off track i us? i th- i think yeah right yeah. yeah never us i think most females would be far more fulfilled in their life in a traditional role because that's what their dna is telling them to do and yeah you're going to get a few tomboys and that's fine like do what makes yeah. you happy but we've created this societal construct which is Oh, no, you need to go compete with the men. You're just as good as the men. You, you need to get out there into the workplace. And I think that's just to get them on the production line so that they can pay taxes, so that they can help pay the mortgage, so that you can take out more loans, so that you can put more shit on your credit card.
2: Yeah. I don't that's know. Weird. It's it's weird because it's like I don't, I don't care who you are, what you are, your color, your preference, anything. It's like when I work, all I want is the people around me to be a good worker. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing I really care about when I'm working is that the people are working well with me after that. It's like, I don't care. And you know, I'll do whatever you want to do. And it's so it's like, I, I like, because I mean, you got to think like we're talking earlier, the suffrage movement. It's like there weren't, equal rights for women and for black people back in the day or colored people minorities anyone there weren't you couldn't buy certain houses and areas and it's like didn't we move past that I thought like we made it illegal to discriminate off of sex off of gender off of race off of all these things we made it law but, but no, now these well, things we're we saying, move
0: past. Yeah, the company shouldn't discriminate. If right, a woman right. walks in and says, "Hey, I'd like to apply for a job," right. fine. So all these I, things, I'm we... more saying the personal decision. Yeah. It, what it does it fulfill you? Like when you when you finally get that corner office, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I'm a female, and I made it to the executive level." Are you fulfilled, or is there a part of you? Well, that's I think like,
1: it's part of the Instagram. Gratification, like, oh but it was wait. even before.
0: It was in the nineties too, and probably that's in the eighties a little. But bit.
1: that's what I mean. Like, it was before that, right? It was like the, I am now like people want to write. She's, she's a woman in a man's me. world, and she's, she's fighting her this, way to the yeah, top. Yeah, dresses it's like. like Hillary do you remember Clinton. Is,
0: that? Is she fulfilled? Do you remember that, that? That would be my question.
2: Yeah, but is a guy fulfilled? Probably by anybody. She. That's wants. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. there, there no <laughs> one is. No one is. Woo!
0: I kid. that that's what I'm saying is. There comes a point where it's like I've had success in the electrical trade, and at the end of, the, I just want to go home. Yeah, that's that's where fulfillment comes is at home. It's not at work. Friends, family, yeah, passions, hobbies, dreams. Yeah. And so if you if you push aside, like if you're a female and you have this calling, if you feel it in your bones in your DNA that you want to have babies and settle down and create like a home life like a net like you have that nesting instinct but you push that aside to enter the workplace because pop culture is telling you that by god you're just as good and there's a competent we have to get out there and compete with the men to get that whatever it is that position and then you get it and you realize it's not fulfilling and you go oh fuck what have they been telling me i now i'm now i'm 40 i didn't have kids or I did have kids, but they're latchkey kids because I was at work the entire time. Do you think there's? Re- I wonder if there's a shitload of regret there. Probably. We gotta but get we gotta get more women in here. All right, anybody? listen. if we know any yeah. white collar women that, who want to come in on this show. When,
1: when we just had like what three back to back badasses on here? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So now we're stuck with our own thoughts. <laughs> now,
1: now we're over here. Yeah. Talking shit about the three awesome women. that we, <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm not talking here, uh, shit about it. I'm no, talking no, shit no, about no, no, no. the I, sort of
0: the pressure that pop culture puts on women. Yeah. Whereas I think, I think the divine theme fe- f- divine female, the divine feminine is actually like a much more important energy than the male. Like we're sort of like the drones in the beehive again, mm-hmm. the queen and, and the drones. What they do is, or what they can do because okay men cannot for the record men cannot have fucking babies and anybody who thinks that is a fucking moron and quite frankly they know better they're just talking about political bullshit yeah um the ability to recreate life and then to nurture it and raise it whereas our we're just support we're just we are just the support element to feed and fucking provide housing right Mm -hmm. So what the, what the women man. do, and there's nothing you can do more important for society than raise your kids well. So what a stay-at-home mom does is, it's it's so much more important than what you can do in an office that it, it's not even quantifiable.
1: The problem is, is that you don't see it in your lifetime.
0: The I think change it's the ultimate... Yeah, delayed but the, gratitude. But is the you change, see it when your children become men and women.
1: Yeah, but the, you see it when they become men and women, but the the what you instilled into that child or children, as you have them, that gets passed down to their children. So say they have two children each. You had two children, they had two children, and then they all have children. We're talking about 16 people that you've just completely imprinted your moral code onto yeah and how like impressive is that to be able to like you just had a, the factor of that and then the next generation's 32 if everybody's having two children right well, you like, know
0: what we were just talking about like how does western culture and eastern culture get so different i wonder if it's because in the 60s and 70s we pushed all the moms into the workforce and that is what has led to the degradation of american culture
2: kids in daycare Kid, Not yeah, having exactly. parental figures around them as much and yeah. just worn thin. I've yeah. got to work. I've got to get you into school.
0: God damn, that is a profound thought. You guys are fucking welcome. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. no, Thanks, no, no, Jordan. No, no. Jordan. and I yeah. are thankful. Thank yeah. you. But Thank think, you think that. about that. What if pushing moms into the workplace is what is at the root of American cultural degradation? Yeah. <laughs> It was pushing moms into the workplace,
2: but wasn't there kind of a period in the 60s and the 70s where moms were like, all we do is stay at home? I mean, there was a little fire under women's ass at that time because they weren't allowed.
0: When did the public school system start? Probably in the 30s? 20s?
2: (sighs) Yeah, something. So up
0: until then, you, you would have been having the kids, you would have had chores. A, homestead, also... 60s and 70s is the beginning of the suburbs. You didn't have suburbs prior to 1945. Be true. So there were a lot of chores to be done around the, the homestead, and children had to be educated and raised and supervised. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So it wasn't until the rise, again, this is something that comes with industrial society, the rise of suburbs... And probably like the factory towns, like think like GM and Ford and whatnot. So you got now you've got all these people working on the assembly lines. They all need to live in clusters around the factories. So you yeah. have the rise of Detroit. suburbs. Yeah. yeah. So now instead of having a homestead where like I can remember my uncle my mom's uncle Ray, my great uncle Ray would be like he would say, Oh, I remember going down to granddad's and old grandma would say, like, You boys staying for dinner? And if we said yes, she'd grab two chickens and just Swing their, you know, grab them by the head (laughs) and, you know, like snap their necks. Snap their neck, yeah. Because you're literally eating something that night that you're like, oh, shit, we got the grandkids are staying for dinner. I got to go. Guess what? I got to go. Finish that plate. Exactly. I got to go kill two hens right right now and go skin them and butcher them and get them in the pot. Yeah. And so with the rise of the suburbs and an industrialized society, now all of a sudden the stay-at-home mom and public school, the kids are out of the house. Your food, just, just run to the supermarket and get it. Yeah. And there's not much to do other than vacuum and dust.
2: But then that also makes you idle. Yeah. And we've said it before. Idle, idle hands are the devil's playground. Yeah. And when you don't have purpose and structure and order and things you're supposed to do, you deviate. Yeah, and then you start inviting
0: the milkman in. <laughs> He's man.
3: <in>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He delivers. Yeah.
2: How many milkmen do you think back in the day actually were
0: getting laid? Oh, dude, I'm. You I think don't know. they're just that, crushing it? I, I, like two percent? There's, there's gotta be <laughs> this son of a bitch here. Two
1: percent. Two percent. We're getting the whole thing. All the whole of, the whole milk
0: cream on. Yeah. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> 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 cream on. Uh, uh,
1: said. Uh, Golly. Uh, we are fucking so great.
2: Uh, uh do you think milkmen back in the day applied for that job and they're like, I'm gonna get so I'm much. I'm gonna poon. get so much ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh,
0: Creepers, dude. Anyway. Maybe that maybe that was on the, the job posting. Great benefits, all the ass you can shake a stick at. <laughs> Do you remember that movie
2: Jury Duty back in the day with Pauly Shore? It was like a spoof of the OJ Simpson trial, yeah, but, and he was but every to,
0: every Polly Shore movie was the same. Oh, so. yeah.
2: Eh, some of them were all right. The, with the so. wheeze. Yeah. Uh But, like, uh, he was auditioning for a strip club, and he came out as, like, a milkman. Because <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> I, I bring it, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, man. All right. Well, well, well fucking speaking of something Earth. else, uh, yeah. men do better. You wanted to be a pilot. So, <laughs> what's. <laughs>
0: It's all science on this show. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. What's the what's the deal with that? You- I've wanted to be a pilot since Top Gun came out, bitch. <laughs> okay. Well, like ni- what was that, 1994 or something like that? Yeah. And so oh, I- that was the 80s. Wasn't yeah, it? I thought Top it was Gun? 87, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, I think you're right. It's probably 87, 88. Do I don't know where I came so up with
2: 94. And
0: and don't stop.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ride my Kawasaki. <laughs> so, like have
1: have you thought about going down to a pain field and just like saying, yeah, Hey, oh, what's the what's the jam here? A thousand
0: times. The problem is I don't have a spare moment. So I'm I'm constantly like For life. Yeah, exactly. For life. That's well, and so here's we started to get into this in the first half, but one of my goals with training Northwest is to get out of the grind and get to where I am calling my own shots and I don't have this you know, I mean, if you include commute time, I'm 11 hours a day. So I want to get away. That's 55 hours a week. And then I'm so tired when I come home because I get up so damn early that I end it's up 45 sleeping. 45 minute. Yeah, 45 minute nap and then a 15 to 20 minute wake up period. And you end up not getting a lot of spare time in the afternoon. And so then I'm trying to cram in jujitsu and training Northwest and this podcast. And I am completely out of spare time right now. Are you saying this is a chore? <laughs> I'm saying you guys are draining my resources. <laughs> but I, I think an awesome like later in life retirement business would be to just own a small plane and take folks on sightseeing tours around the uh, the Cascades.
1: Yeah, That'd be amazing.
0: Or you know, take fly fishermen deep into the you know deep into uh, the back country. I don't want to. <laughs> my backcountry. I'm. I'm pointing to my oh. junk. <laughs> uh, uh, just, just fly fishermen, huh? Just fly fishermen. Okay. All males. We we all know women don't fly fish.
3: Yeah. We're gonna get a <laughs> gonna lot get of hate
0: so many on emails. <laughs> Remember, yeah, send those DMs to <laughs> at Enlight Neanderthals along with dick pics.
2: Uh, you probably don't want to hear this, but your boy here has quite a bit of yoke time. That's what we call it in the biz. Yoke. <laughs>
0: Have you do you really?
2: Uh so I worked uh in high school. I refueled airplanes and launch planes and mm-hmm. stuff and we would go up all the time and they're just like you want to fly? Oh no shit. They're Like yeah, okay and they're like just don't do anything stupid. Yeah. And so just, just, um, oh, really? taking the rudders, yeah. everything, throttle. The only thing they wouldn't let me do is land it, but they let me take off once. No shit. Yeah. Okay. It's not too hard. They wouldn't let yeah. you
0: land it? Uh-huh. Well, that's Selfish what uh, Sons of bitches. That's what Theo was saying at Guns and Geese is that it's it's only like 14 hours of training before you're solo. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, for real. But yeah. that's 14 hours of training. That is
1: two weeks of <laughs> jujitsu practice. <laughs> I yeah. know. I know.
2: You're a black belt. Here, hop in the Cessna. Yeah. Have at it. Yeah. I think that's why drug mules and people are so prevalent, you know, like to take. 50 pounds of cocaine and oh, just bro. a little Cessna. The shit has crossed
0: my mind that when CBDC <laughs> becomes like a thing and I can't get a you know what I mean and I'm yeah. like, I'm not I'm not turning over my bank account to you guys. Like how am I going to make like I would happily run drugs from BC to Mexico or fly, you know what I mean? Like if <laughs> if, if, if we get forced right? allegedly, yeah, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> supposedly, if we get forced outside the norms of society, fuck it whatever man cuz i'm again points we hit on earlier what are you afraid of this life mm-hmm. is temporary i'm playing i'm 43 i'm playing the back nine i yeah. got i got nothing i got nothing but uh nothing left in the fucking tank oh i got lots left in the tank <laughs> and why not spend it on adventure just oh, not shit. a lot
3: of
2: road ahead So let's fucking. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. It could be. Hey, we're two old men now. I hear you now. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Well, fucking Mike tomorrow, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Be a a 40-year-old man. Damn. Which is weird because it's like. You smell older. You know, I noticed that. It's called distinct. (laughs) It's my new fragrance. (laughs) From (laughs) Calvin Klein. (laughs) Distinct. (laughs)
0: Distinct. Uh,
2: But 40,
1: I mean, it's like. Coming next. Extinct. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Two things about turning 40, I'll say this. One is I still feel like I just graduated.
0: Yes. Like oh, it feels, on the
2: inside, yeah. high school or
0: college? Bro, I matter. In my mind. Grade school? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in physical therapy for my knee right now. And the reason I'm there is because when it first got injured, I was like, I'm in my mind, I'm 25. And the way you fix injuries is by ignoring them. Yeah. And they just go away. Work through it. Exactly. Yeah, it and it's, pops some, a little, yeah, but then no big like, deal. Six weeks later, you're like, I can't walk. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why can I not move my body parts? like, oh, right, I'm 43 years old. Yeah. You can't just keep training when you're injured.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so two things. One is is like, so I'll be 40, and I still feel like I'm a high schooler. I just got out of high school. My mind... I've learned more, I've experienced more, but I'm, I still feel like this. You guys want to smoke pot and watch Star Wars? Yeah. I still feel like this idiot on the inside. And it makes me think like when I was a young kid and you looked up to someone that was 40, did they really have their shit together? Or they're just like me trying to pretend and figure their way out through this life. Yeah. You know? And it's like. I thought as I got older, things would become more clear.
0: I think things were less turbulent in the eighties when we were growing up because it was sort of like you got, if you got a job at the factory or you got a job at the mill or you got a job with the city, you just you just stayed there and you were grateful for the benefits and the pension and nobody bounced around. and we're more chaotic. The entropy of society is increasing. Ooh, nice. Yes, good job. Oh, yeah, yeah, and like chaos. Like look around the city. Chaos and lawless. It's not just in, it's employment wise too, where they we have like they call it the gig economy, where you, yeah. you work a thirteen month project, get laid off, look for the next one, right? Yeah, that's construction. It's both construct tech is the same way. Construction works the same way. Um, and then just look at the chaos, like the level of chaos in our society, yeah, is increasing dramatically.
2: Compounds absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah so that that might be. Um,
1: Oh, that's it. that's kind of what I was trying to allude to earlier with saying like the 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 gap in society and and money and power is larger, right? Because it, it's it's happening with morals as well. Like people, you see people homeless that are just high on the streets. Yeah, and you know, and that's one thing becoming that acceptable.
0: To, yeah, to some crazy degree oh, highest like pants yeah. around their ankles just fucking often in another universe whereas um, back in the day they would have been like hey there are people around here yeah
1: there's women and children put your pants yeah. on
0: yeah yeah and now it's just like hey or just haul that guy uh, out of here avoid uh, avoid uh eye just, contact. just don't walk too close to him yeah this is his, yeah. his sidewalk Ugh. and
2: yeah. now you see videos in seattle of people recording people being fools and normal citizens are like stop what are you doing? Don't show this.
0: Yeah. And it's like. Yeah. They're like. They're trying to protect. You're, you're the violating their rights. But, or you're violating their privacy by filming them. It's, it's like, like. He's oh. got his dick out. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's exactly. violating. He's the, shitting yeah. on a sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. How many rights. How much privacy does he care about? Yeah. Yeah. But you know. And that's. That's the. Uh,
1: that's the gap we're seeing. We're seeing it. In financially. We're seeing it.
0: Morally, one, one of the things that always grabbed me working overseas in like Iraq and Pakistan, especially, <laughs> is that you would see ultra rich, like lavish, luxurious, um, just these amazing, uh, like palaces, like mini palaces, right? Yeah. And people driving the latest model Mercedes or BMW, like high end sedans. But they'd be sitting at a fucked up pothole road, next to like a donkey eight cart. eight year old kid on a donkey cart, yeah, who's probably makes like seventeen dollars a year, yeah, and is trying to help his family get by. And it's like that that disparity between rich and poor. And that's I think that's another thing that Americans don't understand that we because we grew up with a middle class, is that when you destroy the middle class no buffer, you become a third world country because you'll have a very small, you'll have the Jeff Bezos's and the Elon Musk's who own like the mega corporations and everybody else will work in some sort of service job. Just barely scraping by.
2: I think you nailed it a hundred percent there. And I mean, if you live in the Seattle area, look at, look at MLK and then you go up what six streets and you have beacon Hill. Yeah. I mean, and it's, Goes from the poorest of poor to the richest of rich on Lake Washington, yeah. and it's five, six streets, yeah. and you can go from ghetto to yeah,
1: ghetto fabulous. Yeah. yeah,
0: and another example, and I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast or not. Is the town I grew up in, Omak, Washington, uh, five thousand people, and when we first moved there in 1987, there was a Main Street, literally Main Street, and it had. Uh, a hunting and fishing outfitters. It had a dime store pharmacy. It had a sewing shop, a candy shop, uh, a record store, a little single cinema movie, movie theater. Um, And the grocery store was called jeans because the guy who owned it, his name was Jean. So it was jeans grocery store. (laughs) Uh You know what I mean? Like uh, there was a true value hardware. And then I think in 1994, they built a Walmart and just fucking wrecked it because, Now, Walmart has a little bit better pricing on cheap Chinese shit, and it put everybody out of business. And now, what's left for employment? You, you can go work at the Walmart. Yeah. That's it. And that just fucking ruins a community. It ruins, well, and everybody's like, yeah, but I save." it. Was like the sweatpants were like, I can 10% get so much cheaper. more things. Yeah. I Except that you destroyed things. your community.
1: Yeah. Because how cool of it? How cool would it have been to, because I did not grow up in that. Was there, amazing. there was certainly oh, little bro. things like that in Woodenville that I, I remember like being around when I was a kid. But it wasn't like I don't distinctly remember like not going to Albertsons, yeah, right. Like I, I actually I know for a fact I never fucking didn't go to Albertsons or Safeway or whatever it was, right. Um, so it was always changed. But like that like small town feel of being able to go to like yeah a, a jeans grocery. Or the cinema, he called it a cinema, not a theater. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> the <O-Mac laughs> that's how you know. Uh, but that's that's kind of the thing, right? Like where it's like, oh, that's so cool to have that that last bit of Americana. Yes. Right? oh, it's that's, very Americana. Yep. Yeah, and and having that is so rare, and people are starving for that. Yes and that's why people are like moving to places like Montana and they're like going oh like i want to feel looking, this they're looking and they're for looking americana. for it, but they're yeah. they're bringing and then, but they're bringing they, their fucking bullshit with them well they're they're doing that but there's also like a certain level of like uh boutique high end americana that is happening yeah. now right where it's like this is very exclusive and it's like that's how they're doing it now they're like we don't have not having a walmart but what we can do is provide like a art gallery that we're going to sell you a $10,000 painting that yeah. is dog shit but it's i think a lot of it is the tech very, money
0: cuz y- the tech industry is sort of spreading out because they can work remotely so they want to move to say they want to move to Missoula Montana right and they want to live in a bougie little downtown area with lots of high-end Delis and shops and breweries yeah. and whatnot. But then it's like, well, okay, but you also need garbage men to be able to live in your society. because, yeah. it's, And it's like, well, but we we don't want that. But you also want your garbage to go away. So where do you want the garbage men to live? It's like, oh, shit, yeah. You know what I mean? So when you drive up the prices with all this, again, it's that separation of have and have not or uber rich and uh, it the uh, you like maybe having the uber rich sort of drives the middle class down because there's only so much to go around oh. um so yeah if if you want you know septic workers or uh, water treatment plant workers and garbage men in your society so your poop can go away and your garbage can go away then you have to make some sort of uh, either wage accommodation or Property price, you know what I mean. Like you can't just price it out because I say but they do. Yeah, they do, but they don't. They don't, they they have don't in do Seattle. it intentionally. They have in Seattle, and Jen and I were we were going to Missoula, Montana, a year and a half ago. I remember, and we 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 flew out there with the intention of putting an offer on a house, and uh, I had a job lined up, and the pay cut was gonna it was gonna be about a sixty percent pay cut. Their yes. wage, electrician wages, are about forty percent of what they are here. And their housing costs are exactly the same as what they are here, and we were like, "Oh shit, this does not pencil out." And so that was when I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, in five years, they're going to have a problem because they're going. Somebody's going to be like, "Well, I need to call a plumber or an electrician for service." And every, you know, there's right now there's people there who have been there before since before the prices jumped up. Right? They bought their house. Ten years ago, they're good. Their mortgage is set. They'll be able to retire. Interesting, But there's going to be no younger generation taking those jobs because it won't pay pay to to buy a house. And so they're going to be like, well, I either need to move to somewhere where my skill does pay to buy a house or I need to find a different skill, work in a different industry. So at some point, you're going to pick up the phone to call a plumber in Seattle or in Missoula, Montana, and they're going to be like, Sorry, everybody retired, and, but that and scarce, the scarcity will drive the value of their right. Business. So then, right. So then, pay goes up, into where I can live here. Yeah, exactly. So do you think everything at the end of the day equals out? It, there must be a little bit of give and take, and a push and pull. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, that situation where you can't find a plumber or can't find an electrician will lead to a slow increase in wages. But then, what if you lose? So maybe. What, the, what about maybe the answer the is to go.
1: Where do I go to fill my cup the most? Where do I go to feel my my 80 years I get on this planet? Where do I go to fucking make that happen? What do, what do I want out of my life? And is it money? Is it security? Is it this or is it that? Like, finding that place and just saying, hey, I'm going to go for it. Because, like, we can sit here and what if all day long, but what ifs, like don't really answer the question of like could i go there and feel better about my life day to day mm-hmm. could i go there and struggle and not have the not have the money to buy a plane ticket away could i go there and not have the money to buy a new truck is that new truck important do i need a new truck no. do i do i want a new truck do i like can i just go hunt and like well, afford that- Do I need the coolest new gear or do I need just some old surplus this and go, you know, like, what do we, what do we want from our lives? And that's kind of really what all this comes down to. Even like what we were talking about earlier, if we're wrapping everything in, you know, the fear, it's not fear of like, I'm going to die. It's fear of like all the people around me and yeah what do I want from this life? And it's to spend time with those people. Yeah. Is it to spend time with those people to have
0: more cool shit or is it just to simply have memories and have good times? With I think experiences and memories. Yeah. 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 An when we were, God, I was probably like 13. My parents, they sat us down one night and they're like, Christmas is coming up. We can spend money on toys or we can take a ski vacation. And me, my brother, and my sister instantly were like ski vacation, yeah. But it was like, oh yeah, we don't really care about stuff. It's far more fun to go do, you know, than to just yeah, have to live. things. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But there, there is a certain level, and this I think is what they do sell on TikTok and like, it's, like all the things, is the there's a level to having like owning things. Like, owning something. I have, look at this watch. Look at how cool it is that I own this watch. It's like, that's a $40,000 watch. Like, part of me is like, that's not fucking cool. That's like... It's fucking stupid. Arrogant. That's yeah. like, what are we talking it's about? dumb as fuck. I can, the yeah. same thing can be done for $20.
0: Yeah.
1: at Casio.
0: Know, yeah. Some, yeah, some bullshit, you know. Um... Look how stupid I am that I just made someone. I bought a two hundred dollar watch for forty grand. Yeah, it just it's 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 crazy. But then there's certain
1: things that like it's like I I I will spend two thousand dollars on a knife. I will. (laughs) Okay. I'm talking about the Japan trip. Yeah. If I go to Japan what and have the cost, I'm, I'm not, just saying I'm
0: not buying a knife in Japan if that's what if, they if all You're of a sudden buy that China
1: if, knife. If all of a sudden you go to a place and it's like here's this crazy awesome thing and it will be a once in a lifetime thing. And yes, it's it's that's crazy. Two thousand dollars is crazy for anything. But if you buy that one time and that thing somehow can bring joy to your kids or your kids' kids like, cause there's something about having physical items that like oh, yeah. matter, and and it's not the expensive thing. It's not the fucking super like, oh look at this Lamborghini that's been passed down four generations. It's that Grand is all Force beach It's the Grand Forest Brook hatchet. It's the fucking grandma's fucking cast iron skillet. Yeah, it's the thing that was bought and then used and maintained and it still holds its usefulness.
0: Yeah,
1: or you know, it is a piece of art. Right, yeah. like yeah. oh, look at this!
0: I was, was kind of hoping I could get that <clears throat> knife for like four four hundred
1: bucks. You could probably get it. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing out <laughs> a ridiculous number, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could get something really nice, handmade. That's probably around four or five hundred dollars, okay. and it would be the same thing. It wouldn't have to be the fucking two thousand, four thousand, five thousand, twenty five thousand dollar fucking holy shit! Are you serious? You, are you kidding me? Oh fuck! Oh, dude! The, I guarantee you, there's well over a fucking million dollar fucking kitchen knife out there that somebody's like, "Oh, look at this!" And they it's cut a fucking—it's never seen a potato.
3: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Like, it's only for slicing ahi. Like, yeah. it's it's those. There's things like that out there that yeah. are just like, "Oh, that's fucking retarded," and that's that's a flex of wealth. That's yeah. not like it's yeah. made out of a fucking meteor that's been fucking. Yeah. You know.
0: It's silly shit. It's an elven knife. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It fucking gets red hot. Glows Uh, when orcs are near.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anytime it sees starch, it starts fucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it dulls immediately on contact with a potato or onion. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just you know, there's there's things that like you could have Tyler make you that would be like this is in my fucking family's lineage now. Yes. Yeah. This will be passed down, I hope, and I hope that I can convey. The, and I think that's also part of it is, like, you see things that get passed down and you don't really see as much stuff getting passed down from, like, I mean, maybe you do. I just don't see it in my family of, like, and maybe it's just because it's scarcer because there's more of us and there was less of them. So it's like, oh, yeah, my, my aunt got this cast iron skillet that was on the Oregon Trail. And then it was like, oh, well, then the, which one of the kids does that thing go to? And then, like, it becomes more and more distant, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this at all. But I just enjoy... <laughs> Sounds great. I just enjoy, like, the the things that... We, something that is useful, it's a good physical item, Uh, it's cool to have... So there is a certain level of like materialism that is important and is kind of like I think durability nice goes into that too. Oh, hundred percent.
0: You talk about like grandma's cast iron skillet, and I have that. Uh, not just the hatchet, but I also found a sweet. It's made out of Swedish steel. It's like a hunting knife that my granddad had. Yeah, and so there's nothing fancy about it. it just has a wood handle, and it's like a but it's a cool knife. Exactly. It, well, mostly because it a came it's, it's well made but it's not it's not high end it's just well crap you you when you hold
1: certain things and you know yes. this is going to last yeah this is yeah. special
0: so so it's just a great knife because and it's one that i would haul around hunting and camping and drag it in the dirt and whatnot and never think twice about it because it can take it uh-huh. and so i think there's a uh a level of durability that goes into those sort of treasured yeah. items. I get to use this like they used it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. As opposed to like, I'm going to hold this thing. It's now an put it, ornament. it on the mantle. We can't it's get it it's dirty. It's an ornament. Yeah, yeah. And then that the the joy of that does not transfer to the next generation. Exactly. When yeah. You don't when, get when it the mem- you don't build the is, memory of exactly. like using it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hundred percent.
1: And that's that's what life's all about. At the end of the day. Whether it be a fucking $10 knife that's been passed down and like, oh, remember those? Because that, that, and I think that's, Paul. what has started doing that is brand loyalty. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I don't have the item because the item has been uh, made to just get tossed to the wind. But I have brand loyalty because that was the cheap knife that he bought. I'm buying the same cheap knife.
0: Yeah, because my favorite I'm, YouTube yeah, influencer you know, peddles these. And, yeah. and, but,
1: but now I get to tell my kid, like, this is the one to get. So when they grow up, because this thing's going to fall apart, they get the <laughs> same fucking thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, that, and I mean, they, you see it in cars. Like, I mean, you see it in all kinds of manners of things, you know?
2: Things feel like they're meant to last for maybe 10, 15 years if now. Not, whereas things that. were... Made to last for generations, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not like a custom knife that was like you know. Oh, like there was a couple places making cast iron fucking skillets, so everybody had the same cast iron skillet. Yeah, you know. Now it's, now it's like oh well, that's just what they had, so that's all there was. But now it's like oh like, oh well, I I drink uh, I drink Takadi because my dad drank Takadi and. His dad drinks Takati and we had a bunch of great times on drinking takati. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my kids are going to drink Tecate, and their kids are going to drink to like, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, i Like, it's true, but, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, I got fuck a fucking Tecate tattoo. So, but, I, you
0: know, I don't know. Anyway.
1: Good times. It's late. It's late on a fucking Wednesday, boys. It is late
0: on a Wednesday night. Mike, you got anything, or should we call it right here? I think we can call it. All right. Good night, everybody.